When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello there. Happy Monday. And uh, welcome. It's the Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. And I think the theme for today, instead of our usual theme song, is this. Happy anniversary, baby. Got you on my mind. Because why? Say it again. Happy, Happy anniversary, baby. Got you on my mind. Oh, tell everybody. They say it's your anniversary. 17 years ago today, you three cuckoos started on the air. <laughs> and the only people that would call us is my mom and my brother, Casey. <laughs> 17 years ago, the face of Twin Cities Radio yes. changed forever. Changed shock forever. years. Our, our billboard shock without the jock. Yeah, the caution tape, the caution which tape. Minneapolis-St. Paul Magazine did a story on us, and we didn't have... Minnesota Monthly. Minnesota Monthly, and there was no money here for billboard photos, so we're like, oh, we have the caution tape photo of right. us. Oh, my gosh. Uh, someone asked me, what do you remember from that first show? I said something snarky, a former... Uh, radio personality who's no longer on our brother station said to me, not Joseph Shray. Right. Um, and Julia and I having massive stomach uh, attacks and running to massive. the bathroom. <laughs> like 10 minutes before airtime, just like, oh my God, what have we done? What did we, what did we ask someone to give us a radio show? Now look what no, we've done. Now, what have, now what do we do? Well, now what do we do? Well, it's been 17 years with you two knuckleheads and uh, I did the math. Now this is just an approximate number. Mm-hmm. I can't okay. be exact. So in 17 years, we've done approximately 4,420 shows. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Well, that's a lot of shows. Are we in syndication and paid yet on those? (laughs) No. (laughs) Long live the internet. And we were really on before the internet. There were no computers in here when we started. No, you're exactly right. There was no TMZ, no Perez. Nope. We'd go down to... There was uh, no Celine Dion performing in Vegas. That's right, because it's 16 years. No Alan DeGeneres show. Uh Yeah. No, it's it's really that my mom sent us a card as okay. usual. Happy seventeenth anniversary to the awesome threesome. Nice, Lori, Julian, of course, Danny Love. Keep on talking. Love the Mutti. Oh, Mutti. And then Barb sent us a card. Our uh, number one fan. Yeah, congratulations on seventeen fabulous years. What an achievement! Thanks for always brightening my day oh, Barb and giving me a chuckle as well as something to think about. I love your competitions and your lively chatter. That is a good card. Very that good. is a very good, good card. talkative. Yeah. Very yes. sweet. Mm-hmm. 
So, oh gosh. Anyway. And I bought Donnie, we, Lori and I went in and we bought Donnie convertible and it's outside with the big bow on it, Donnie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> looking forward to it. I, I thought maybe you got that idea because you watched Pillow Talk on uh, TCM <laughs> yesterday. I remember Tony Randall tries to give Doris Day a car because mm. he's trying to talk her into marrying him. Oh, right. That's a cute movie. I, it, I DVR'd like five Doris Day it was movies Doris yesterday. Day. I put it in my daytime. It was Doris Day day, yeah. but I wasn't home. Well, what's your weekend claim to fame? Kids, anyone got one? Uh, well, I mentioned it on Friday. It was their last show of their current season, so I had to go back out to Chan to see uh, the amazing, fabulous Armadillo. Oh, oh, wonderful. And they did one-hit wonders. Are they done for the summer? I, well, they said our last show of the season, so season. I would assume they are done yeah. for the yeah, summer. Then yeah, then they come back in the fall. Oh, yeah, fun. Yeah. So if you've never seen the fabulous Armadillos at the Chan Hassan Theater, good date night. you got to go. Yeah. They are incredible. The, 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 you know the song, Hey There, Lonely Girl? Yes. Hey there, lonely girl. I don't remember. I think it's John something, but he did it with the falsetto, and people just, he brought the house down. Oh, wow. Unbelievable performance by him on Hey There, Lonely Girl. Who sings that in case you ever, are, is, who's oh, going to run the games this week when you're gone this I weekend? I don't know. I, I, I'm not preparing well, any games well, for you yeah. while well, I'm well, gone. I'm going to make sure Okay, but you can try. Yeah. You can. Johnny's see. going on a, on a Mediterranean cruise. Extended cruise, yes. He's going on the same itinerary, but maybe with as, not as much pre and post as we took on your dad on the 80th to the Mediterranean. Oh, fabulous going out of Rome. Yes. Ending in Barcelona. Uh, we, uh, no, we go, we end up or in Rome. Or you go back to Rome. Back How to Rome, yes. Fun. Back to Rome. Yeah. So, yeah, Donnie. Very exciting. Donnie. We used to for I, years say he never goes I know, on vacation. I never went anywhere. I know, you don't. So, and, this uh, is like he's been the going. third time in 17 years <laughs> that you've gone on a big trip. So, you really have two earned days it. Here, two days there. I know. Yeah. I know. What was so. yours? Okay, well, well, you were on vacation. I, have a, I was so. on vacation. A much needed vacation. Yes, and I agree. What do you yeah. mean by that? Just she needed <laughs> to get rejulified. You got to re-energize. You'll be surprised, Donnie. You know how you kind of. Oh, I no, I understand. You know, totally needed it. You just yeah. need a break from whatever it is you do, even if it's something you like doing. Oh, and I love yeah. doing this. Yeah. I needed a break. Um, my friend Shannon was in town from Seattle, mm-hmm. so we literally. Uh, just hung out and did... At the cabin? No, we didn't even go to the cabin. Oh, okay. We stayed in town nice. and hung pictures at my house and talked oh, and... Geez, all the stuff I would went never shopping. do. Yeah. I haven't gone shopping. You know, just yeah. did nothing and nothing. we saw Rocket Man. Oh. No. Wasn't that great? Oh, no way is that movie that good. It's so good. It's so it's good. It's so good. I yeah. couldn't believe how good it was and clever. And how they told the story. Yes, it's a it was jukebox like musical movie, which is what they need to do Broadway, more movies like. and it was so good. I know. I the, loved the, it. The scene at the Troubadour, didn't you love yes. how Crocodile Rock started? Because we'd never heard anything like it. It kind of gave you a new appreciation for that song. And for all of his music. All of it. I was blown away. We were just blown away. We just sat there, and then yeah. we had to look up everybody. Yeah. And the grandmother was Bridget. Jones, um, mom on Bridget Jones' diary. It was driving me crazy. That actress. Oh, that actress. And then, yeah, Brace Dallas Howard being yes. bitchy mom. Mom. Oh. So good. It and, was really good. Yeah, and I agree. I'm my, glad you saw it. I loved it. Then my guy and I were at the cabin for three days um, watching the French Open. Yeah, my brother was in oh. heaven. He, First time since 2012 that the four top four top four seeds were all in the semifinals. It was really, really. Oh, I love that stat. Yeah, so it was <laughs> really fun. And then we just yesterday though I took three showers because um, mowing the lawn, raking massive leaves, burning the leaves, 
or is covered in soot. Yeah. I mean, and you like doing that. I love, Julia loves doing all this I, I don't yard like doing and, and it's pine needles. <laughs> it's in pine there. needles and they burn. Yeah. I mean, but you know, and, but it was raining to her doing this. So we're sitting there trying to keep the fire going as it's raining. Because it like, we're almost out. done with the pile because we spent like two hours. Oh he kept gosh. mowing, mulching, mowing, mulching because yeah. we didn't do it last fall. And we just, it, it was so nice to spend be alone with yeah, him. Yeah. We had such a lovely Good. weekend. Good. So it was wonderful. Well, I was alone with Casey all weekend, but not by choice, by force. That is my <laughs> weekend came to fame. I am so bored with my sidecar. I did do one fun, fun thing. Is I, that what we're calling the arm? Yeah, it's the sidecar. I like that. Um, I did do, I really, I mean, just you can't do anything. It's hard to go places because this thing is in the way. You don't know. If someone's going to bump into you, you can't be in crowded spots that you like. All, all the fun stuff. So anyway, but I went over to my friend Mike's house. Shout out to Mike. And we had, we drank, we drank half a bottle of Miravel and, oh, and gossiped for two straight hours yeah. about Hollywood and the Real Housewives. How fantastic of for New you. York and Beverly Hills. It was Hills. almost like working out in bowling. Yeah, but basically. <laughs> the things you can't do. Anyway, oh. it was just, it, it was fun. And I had read, um, my friend Mike had given me, I'd never read Carrie Fisher's Wishful Drinking. Oh, we saw Lori. the play. We saw the play. But I hadn't read that book. And that, it's just a thin little Is book. It's so I read. good. You, you read it in like two hours. It was just laugh out loud Seven funny. Seven Huh? It was laugh out loud funny. Yeah, it was laugh out loud funny. Her description of her mom mm. when her mom is because Debbie Reynolds was a young mom, right? Like maybe twenty three, twenty. Yeah. Oh, and she described that when she was a little girl her, to her, her mom, and she said, and even now from all this distance, I can see my mom look like in her twenties look like Christmas morning. What a beautiful mm. way to describe yeah. your mom. How lovely is that? I know it. Oh my gosh, wouldn't that? What joy! I know, and and those uh, guys had the best time together, didn't they? Yeah, they really did. It's oh. a it's a fun book if you just like kind of need a little escape. So I did a lot of reading this weekend, Julia, and I don't know why it's more fun on a beach vacation than it is just like having to be at home. Uh, I'm le- tell yeah. me because I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, because I I started the Elon Hildenbrand book. Oh, the Summer of '69. It's her best book ever. I love it yet. I love it. And I miss Jane Green. How was she interviewing her on Friday? The Friends We Keep. That was a wonderful yeah, book. I gave delightful. it five stars out of five stars. She's really lovely. And she hasn't written a book since The Sunshine Sisters. Which was which so was great. Two years ago. And I still know the cover with the blue and the gold on uh-huh. the beach. The two girls. Yeah. Uh, so we're, you know, we're. I, we're I told a- Jane we missed you. And she said, well, I'm almost done with my book that'll be ready next summer. So it's not going to be a two-year gap for her. Anyway, wow. and I know we're talking to Ellen when Donnie, I think, are you gone still? For the Ellen, Ellen? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and it, I is, ca- it is Ellen. Not I know. Ellen. I call her Ellen. Ellen. It's like Ellen. Lorraine, Lo- <laughs> Luann, Laura, yeah, Moriarty. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. <laughs> All right. Well, Donnie, we don't know when the hell you're coming back. So it'll I'll just be a know. nice surprise. It'll be a surprise. It'll be a surprise. <laughs> Suddenly we'll have printed yeah. things. That's right. All right. Listen, <laughs> we come back. It's our story. We can't get enough. We kicked off our Food for Families broadcast with Clean and Bradley today. And we've got one coming up for you tomorrow. We hope you can stop by Lush. Lush Bar in Northeast Minneapolis. Tomorrow, Lori and Julia, they'll be there from 3 to 6, of course. And they would love it if you could bring a uh, non-perishable food donation. All our food drives are presented by CoburnsDelivers.com and Green Mill. And, of course, it benefits a great organization called Second Harvest Heartland. That's right, Donnie. Remember last year when I thought Jake, who is an employee with us, was our server? From last, I've black, <laughs> and blacked that out of my memory bank. 
That explains why he doesn't really ever want to talk to you now. That and explains I get a diet so much. Dr. Pepper, yeah. and, over here. I know. And then I, I get back to work the next day. That's the bar on Central yes. with the big patio. It's so it's fun. It's all day happy hour uh, today there. Okay. And um, tomorrow, and for food for families, people are supposed to bring non Taco Tuesday. Yes. Oh, fun. And then Thursday, we're going to be. At the swanky, fun, new. I can't wait to see the, oh, Intercontinental, the Intercontinental Hotel at the MSP Airport. Mm-hmm. And there is parking that you can get validated for. And all you have to do is put it in. It's People have told me it's tricky to figure out how to go in there. So put it on your GPS, GPS. so that gives you the step-by-step. Right. Because you don't have to go into the airport. You want to park in the... There's an entrance that puts you right next to where the hotel entrance is. Exactly. Yeah. So we're out and about twice this week. That's right. We uh-huh. are on the road two times being let out of the studio without Donnie. I don't well, know. People were worried about that. No, I As know, because I think we've only done it once. Uh, no, twice, I believe. Have we? Yeah, you missed one of them when I was gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was Stephanie Hansen and Julia oh, did yeah. one when I was uh-huh. gone. We did. Yeah. And then there was one last year. Our, so. our, the big thing we're supposed we cannot miss mm-hmm. is when we... Go to commercials? Yeah. Okay. We need to make sure that we're cognizant of that. Okay, so, so much TV last night. Big Little Lies came back. The Tonys were on. I don't know. I don't think you saw Big Little Lies. I didn't. Let's just say it was satisfying. Very satisfying. Yeah, very satisfying. Is Meryl everything? Meryl Streep? She's got a wicked tongue. Yes, she does. (laughs) Her character, yeah. I saw a little bit of an excerpt on Jason's show this morning about her meeting up with um, whatever Reese Witherswin's character's name is. And how sharp she was. Oh, to sharp tongue. Very yeah. sharp. Oh, yeah. She yes. basically doesn't trust short people. That's right. that, I, I almost, I was listening to that yeah. and I thought, if small you're people are not people. trustworthy. She I, says, you're very tiny. Yeah. And, 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 and then she's like, is that a good or bad thing? And she's like, well, I don't trust short people. Yeah. I almost died. I've never well, Randy, heard that. No, Randy Newman. Oh, short people got no reason. Short people got no reason to live. Yeah. <laughs> you forget that song. That's you the biggest it. diss song to short people ever. Oh, that is so funny. And uh, Paul Williams sang it. No, yeah. I'm just teasing. Right, right. Oh, gosh. Oh, so the Tonys were on. And you know what? We, that was, it was such a good show. Donnie posted James Corden opening act yeah. where he basically incorporates everything. I was very Every impressed. Every show that's nominated, kind of? I was very impressed for a guy who kind of looked like he was straining at the seams of his tuxedo that he got down in the splits. Yes, he, he did. The did? splits, yes. He God. did. Very impressive. It was very, and he incorporated every song, and I thought one of the highlights was The Temptations. They sang three songs. Mm-hmm. That would be a show to see on Broadway. Mm-hmm. They have got great guys in that show. And I heard, it's. it's did they win? Uh, uh, they because they, they did not. She Stephanie Block yeah. won for playing one of the shares, okay. but the share performance, the sound was so bad, and... It just, to me, it looked like a bunch of people running around could have been at Lush Bar doing share imitations. Lori, I'm telling you, it was... I agree. It it was not good, that performance. The only thing that... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What was good about it was that Bob Mackey, who's never gotten a Tony, uh, won a Tony Award for costume, and he didn't even get it accepted on stage. He had to do it on a commercial break. But he did say, um, this is very encouraging for an 80-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Way to get ahead of so, that. So, I mean, and he, he has, got a Tony for that. And his number in the Cher show is phenom, and his costumes are great. Yeah. So I can see why he would win. But Stephanie won for Actress in a Musical, so that I was surprised. That was happening. And then, uh, but the really, the moving thing, um, and I, when Shirley... Jones. Or Shirley Jones walked out to introduce the performance of uh, Oklahoma. For a second, I mean, it was like you're looking at your mom without glasses. She's got this cap of silvery gray hair. She, this My mom? Yeah, yeah, this beautiful dress on. But your mom wears glasses. You yeah. know, but she just looked like a million bucks. And Twitter just lit up. And people were going, yep, that's Mrs. Partridge. Before she was <laughs> Mrs. Partridge, yeah. she was in Oklahoma. Yeah, the she movie was. Version. But they've reimagined this show. And I can't remember if we've had Chris, Chris Hewitt, Hewitt tell told us. us about it, and yeah. he loved it. He loved it. Yes. And Donnie, and didn't you think that performance was? Yes, it was uh, very performed? interesting. They had the whole cast the whole perform, cast. and then Ali Stroker, uh, Stroker, excuse me, became the first actor in a wheelchair to be nominated and win a Tony. And we saw her. She had a small character. She was on Glee. Yes, she was the girl in the wheelchair, and she had the prom dance with the other kid. Yes. That was in the wheelchair. That's so. kind of the first show you saw normalize, you know. Yes, people that had yeah, uh, handicapped of that sort. Disability, yeah, disability. I, think they call yes, it. I don't know, but she played Betty Pillsbury and she won uh, for Oklahoma last night. And what was shocking to me, she had to be backstage. There are no ramps at the theater for people with disabilities to act on stage. Well, to get up on stage from the audience, Lori. No, even Serious? she said for backstage, she said the theaters, the house where all the audience comes in, that is made accessible to the patrons, but backstage isn't accessible at all. Oh, I would ask theater owners and producers to really look in how they can begin to make the backstage accessible so people with disabilities can get around. I never, but you think about it when we performed, you know, when we were in our uh, musical, you're right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so never thought of that. Anyway, Do she we have wins. Her speech? Yeah, she wins best featured actress in a musical, and she's been a pair a quadriplegic. Quadriplegic. Since she was no, two. No, she's not a quad. No, para- paraplegic. paraplegic. Since she was two. Mm. Oh. Two years old. So here she is. Sure, let's play her singing. Oh, okay. Got to do it. She quickly. sings. I'm just a girl time. from Oklahoma. Okay. Just a girl who can't say no. I'm in a terrible. Long song, you know, and I'm like going, wow, the diaphragm. And she's sitting down. It's just your legs, Lord. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, just to me, just the sitting, like, how well can you sing when you're sitting? You don't see a lot of people sitting the whole concert. 
Anyway, that was just a thought I had, you know. <laughs> just think of everyone sitting one. at a piano performing. Yeah, I know. Singing. I know, I know. Anyway, she wins. The it's job. really unique, and I'm so excited for her. And she was on the Glee Project, which was a reality show. And we never see anyone from a reality show go anywhere. And, um, <laughs> oh, you really don't. Not too often. I mean, you're right. And, uh, I mean, Carla Hall from Top Chef and Catherine McPhee. I mean, there's a few, but she did win, and she had a very emotional speech. Maybe we'll listen to it later in our show. Maybe we will. And she got a Tony before Leah Michelle. So, ha ha. Wow. And Leah Michelle still wants to be Barbara Streisand. Somebody get writing Please on Broadway. Please give it to her. It was a good, good, fun show. Good, good. fun show. All right, listen, we come back. Uh, we'll play a little of Ali Stroker's acceptance speech for the Tony. And then we got to talk about a wedding and a breakup. Cause girls like you roll around with guys like me So sundown when I come through I need a girl like you, yeah, yeah Girls like you love fun and yeah Me do what I want when I come through I need a girl like you, yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah I need a I know um, minutes after she did Ryan's her daughter. her big flirty mm-hmm. song, I Can't Say No, from Oklahoma, she became uh, the first actor in a wheelchair to win a Tony. Here's what she had to say. This award is for every kid who is watching tonight who has a disability, who has a limitation or a challenge, who has been waiting to see themselves represented in this arena. You are... There are so many people I need to thank. So I want to thank my Oklahoma family, Eva, Daniel, and my entire cast, thanking my back. Finally, I need to thank my home team, mm. my best friends who have held my hands and pulled me around New York City for <laughs> years, helping me. Mm. And finally, my family, Jake, Alyssa, JP, Tori and Dan, mom and dad, thank you for teaching me to use my gifts to help people. I love you. We did it. Oh, and she became the first actor to be in a wheelchair on Broadway in Spring Awakening in 2015. And I think of Interact when we did Project Down and Dirty the musical yeah, and right, that was yeah. one of our um charities were you know people with disabilities and i can't think of the woman's name yes yeah. that we know i know so um, i'm thinking you know and imagine when people say oh you're you're gonna go and be a, a you broadway? know on broadway right. in your wheel i mean you can only imagine how much people like want to squish your dreams anyway yes for sure and yeah. so you really would have to have like so much support and she i guess like backstage the two people that everyone wanted to talk to was um, the Ali Storker and then Elaine May won for acting in a Kenneth Lonergan play, yeah. Waverly, Waverly Place. Waverly Place, yeah. She was a surprise when Elaine May, she worked um, Mike Nichols. Mike Nichols. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nichols May and May. And, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, she was, she gave a very great speech. Fu- great speech. I she gave away speech. the ending did, of her play. She, did. Um, <laughs> she wrote Tootsie. Uh, what? No. Oh, no. no. Stop oh, reading. Sorry. Okay, never yeah, mind. No, it was a guy that won for Tootsie. Oh, okay. Uh, Elaine May won for this uh, acting right. thing, and people really thought Jeff Daniels would win for To Kill a Mockingbird. The girl who plays Scout won, and Brian Cranston won for Network. And um, What a bunch of good plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about it. It kind of really was, uh, and I guess this uh, Hades Town was the big winner. It won right. like eight 
Tony's and a guy who was like, I don't know, 80, looked like he was 80. Who, oh, that guy. See, he's 77, I 77, think he, said, yeah. he, he got up, speech, he, was, yeah. he gave a great speech and... Um, you know, I skipped over some of like the Beetlejuice. I didn't care or the you know. Sometimes yeah, yeah, I skip yeah, over yeah. some of those performances, but I was really enchanted with the Oklahoma performance and the Temptations. Yeah. Well, the Temptations. I heard the lady who wrote it be interviewed. She was amazing. It she seems said like it's along the lines of um, the Everly Brothers. What no, one did we see? Jersey Boys. Jersey Boys. That yeah, one or Motel in the Musical. Maybe like that. Yeah, but better. More like Jersey, Jersey Boy. Boys. Jersey okay. Boy is the pinnacle, I think, of a jukebox musical, how it should be done. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. So I'm going to read the sentence and you're going to tell me okay. what it means. Because Remember when you were going to do Shakespeare speak? Oh, my gosh. No, I wasn't ever going to do that. I was not ever going to be I me. cometh, there heareth, yeah. the odeth. And Donnie, yeah. what was your name, Horeth? <laughs> no, don't you remember we oh, had the my names? my name was... Uh, no, I don't remember. Yes, yeah, okay. these conversations okay. we don't oh. always remember. Okay, hell was a big theme this year. I'm reading about the Tonys. Oh. Thanks to Hades Town. Annis Mitchell's boogie woogie retelling of Orpheus and Eurydice myth. Uh-huh. Which was nominated. <laughs> so no one even knows what that means. That's what I don't is. know if you're saying it right. Odysseus? Well, O-D-Y? No, it is Orpheus. Orpheus, you got that okay. Part right, she yeah. was saying that right. I, I didn't know. It right. I didn't know. I don't know about her. I don't know about her Latin words. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. Orpheus and what? Um, and um, U R E U R Y D I C E Eurodice. Mm-hmm. Myth. I don't know the None story. None of us know the know story. The story. No. So that's why we have no clue what Hades, what Hades Town is about. Oh, <laughs> but it's Lord. supposed to be good. It won. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, it won eight Tonys. It was it was the only thing that really swept. So we posted the red carpet. I yes. thought that the best dress was Lucy Liu. Judith Light got the Humanitarian yeah. Theater Award. She, she had an amazing dress on. And, and not, not, not the woman from, um, not Kristen Chenoweth. Well, no. No. And Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara was in black and white, but she was introducing the Beetlejuice performance. Yeah, so, so she had the yacht, It was yacht, kind yacht, of an homage. She's funny. Um, and we didn't like um, the gal who, Tina Fey. Oh, the Tina suit. Fey's brocade. Uh, Man suit. It, it was, was really tragic. A certain- and so was Eliz- um, Annette Benning. Looked like Grandma Saloon. We've decided she why actually she wore so a old. choker. I, I saw her with the like the like the kind you wore in Victorian uh, days, and her hair was crimped. Yeah. Like all she was missing were the schoolmarm glasses. I say bring the choker back. No, but she did. It, uh, but she, in a modern way, she's married Warren, Warren Beatty. Beatty. She's, she's dressed like an old lady. Remember she, when we saw her at the stage and she was like in a witch's outfit? We. It just. She's so lovely and has a beautiful figure. She's in My Three Sons on Broadway and she loves it and she's been everywhere on the talk show surface. She doesn't do any Botox, you know. So I'm not talking about that. No. I, it is. It was like Little House on the Schoolmarm outfit. Yeah. It was a black dress. I mean, it would scare <laughs> the way she was dressed could scare a two year old <laughs> because it was just too severe. Mm. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, let's it's talk severe. about something that wasn't severe. Catherine Schwarzenegger and Chris Pratt married. got married this weekend, and they got married at Yan, Yan um, Ysidro, San Ysidro Ranch in Montecito, which is between Carpinteria and Santa Barbara. So it's the little town in between Carpinteria and Santa Barbara. So I saw be- Residio, if people want San to look at it. San Ysidro. It's San, mm-hmm. and then Y-S-I-D-R-O. 
And Aunt Kathy took Casey and I there. Remember, I came back and I told you, you I did. I want to stay at this place. Mm-hmm. John F. Kennedy, the president, and Jackie spent their honeymoon at San Ysidro Ranch. Mm. And I think... Mm. They have a they have what they call the lower garden and the upper estate lawn. I'm sure they took out the, they rented oh my gosh, the whole I'm place. At it. It's number one hotel in America according to Forbes Traveler. Yeah, it's a historic landmark, the old Adobe, which is where the restaurant is. We went in there and had dessert and a drink, oh which gosh. is a good way of like going to a fancy hotel. Oh lord, is that dessert and drinks? Oh, that is a great way to do it. Yeah, expensive. Yes, of course, oh, but of if course. you have dessert and a drink, it's like oh. not like having dinner. Right, right, and where right. they have the weddings is beautiful. Yeah, I'm sure they took over the whole place because it is not that big of a place. Um, mm-hmm. It's all these individual stone cottages. And, it looks so oh, beautiful. Yeah. The cottages look so lovely. It's my dream to stay here. So when I saw that, I was like, that What's is... What's the other one you stayed at? Half Moon Bay Ranch? Or what was oh, it? Oh, that's the Post Ranch in Big you Sur. Really? I, I have good hotel taste. She, oh my God, these cottages are They're darling. gorgeous. And people, uh, were, people were speculating, not People Magazine, but like uh, Radar and other people were speculating that she was pregnant. But Maria Shriver had a shower for her in April, which would be about five weeks ago, late April, mm-hmm. which is about, that's what classy people do. They have a shower five or six weeks before the wedding. No, mm-hmm. seriously. Yeah. That is, look at the, didn't you just go to a shower yes. last weekend mm-hmm. about six weeks before the wedding? And, and and your Nikki, we had her shower about five six, or six yep, weeks before the wedding. Yeah, that is when you do it. So Why? Are people doing it earlier? No, people were saying, oh, she's pregnant. Oh. I'm like, she's going to be very soon. Oh, I'm sure. She's going to go the Meghan Markle thing where she probably threw out the birth control last week. Lori, these look heavenly. Yeah. And you know what? I was happy to see that um, his ex wasn't there. She was. I, I there were no today. photos of her. No photos, but I heard she brought their son. She brought the son. Yeah. All right, fine. I heard she was there. They had to keep her away from the moonshine. Not that I, there's moonshine wow, there, but wow. yeah, I know she couldn't come to the <laughs> early moonshine. reception part. There were no photos of her, but they were really shielding, and they did do an Insta thanking Mr. Giorgio Armani for designing her dress and his suit, and she's just like in a strapless. It looks like a peau de soie. Um, she looks materials because it looks like a nice, beautiful yep. raw silk. And um, anyway, they only started dating a year ago. It, it, yeah, he they asked her fast. to get married after six yeah. months. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Pratt is being dad shamed for calling his wedding to Katherine Schwarzenegger the best day of our lives. Yesterday was the best day of our lives. What's right. wrong with that? that? People are thinking it's supposed to be when the baby is born. Ah, my gosh! <laughs> what we, the and hell? He it's says, their life together. And this is, you know, they're very Christian. And he says we became husband and wife in front of God, our families, and those we love. It was intimate, moving, and emotional. And in it, and then at the end, they thank Mr. Giorgio Armani, who they had to tag in the post to get paid for, for their the dresses uh-huh. and everything like that. Anyway, it's I'm happy for them. I'm I mean, so happy. They're for them. churchy, but they seem like. Like a perfect church is great. Yeah. People who go to church together apparently last long. Yeah. I love it. It was a light summer menu, FYI. And Patrick Schwarzenegger in my um, digging around, it seemed like the party went late. Like they put out a dance floor and they were dancing. Well, his dad was just, you know, in Rome last week with his younger girlfriend, remember? Arnold Schwarzenegger at the funeral of that race car driver. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and Arnold's... uh, 
you know, it, baby he had with the housekeeper was not there because he was pumping iron at a gym and he made sure to call the paparazzi. Okay, so those siblings are not, not connected. Well, it, listen, it's real hard when your dad has a baby with the housekeeper and then and, he keeps and the baby a secret for from 15 every, years. And your mom and everyone. Yeah. So that'd be a hard one to get it'd over. It would be hard to get that it's sibling not the kid's feeling. Fault, no. But at the same time, that'd be a tough one. Tough one. And then, of course, I loved the whole stage. I know you were out of the gossip loop, but I loved the whole staging that Arena Shake did in her breakup with Bradley Cooper. She went out like a boss. It was so. No kid. We don't know where the little. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Lola, or whatever the kid's name is, she walks out of the Bel Air, or I guess he lives in Pacific Palisades Mansion, mm-hmm. in a beige jumpsuit. We posted on Friday. Her hair back. Big sunglasses, walking to a limo, toner, fancy to me suitcase. Love it. She and called you, them and she made sure and did it on Thursday night. That dominated the news on Friday. So Every, they got her leaving the house. Yes. Okay. So good she, for her. She slammed the a, door. She slammed the door. She slammed the door. And, um, and those two haven't been together for a year. No, they've been together for four no, years. No, I know. But I don't think that they were getting along that great. Yeah. She was um, sick of him talking raspy and learning how to sing the songs for Star is Born. I got gossip for you. Oh, give it to me. Lori's got it. She's looking it's around. On it's phone. on her phone. So it's, we had okay, to, we, the one arm band. No, Donnie, just wait okay. one second. Right. I know you want to go, but this no, is I gossip I got from Hollywood, from right. a source that shall not be named. All right. Um, listening to you talk about Bradley Cooper and Arena, I have to tell you that two years ago, my friend was at a CD strip club in LA and Bradley Cooper was there front and center and drunk. And he did with him, not sober like he claims. Oh, so there's a secret life. There might be. And the mom lives with him and the girlfriend, how long, maybe she wanted to get married. Maybe he fell off the way again. Maybe she's tired of it. That's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, um, after the lust wore off, Julia, the orgasmic haze, when it lifted, there was nothing there except a child and the mother-in-law to be, you know. (laughs) No, really, when the orgasmic haze lifts, you better like each other. I got it. No, they never got married. No. She flashed a ring. That might have bugged her. Flew off to Iceland to do a modeling thing. And um, Oh, I love Slam That Door. Huh? Slam the door. She made it very clear. It was like, that's how you do it. All right, listen. When we come back, we're interviewing a big wig. Yes, we are. Brad Sherwood from Whose Line Is It Anyway? We'll be right back.
with us on this beautiful Monday. We are delighted to have Brad Sherwood with us. He is one half of the comedic team, Colin Mockery and Brad Sherwood, and they are going to be coming to the Ordway Theater this Saturday, June 15th. And you guys, um, people probably know you. I think everyone knows you from Whose Line Is It Anyway? Um, Yes. So thanks for being on our show today. It's my pleasure. Okay, so here's the deal, Brad. When because I called my kids because we used to always watch Whose Line Is It Anyway mm-hmm. together, and I said, "All right, so I'm interviewing this guy today. What's the question I should ask him?" Mom, I just want to know: Is everything they do is it all improv, or do they kind of have an idea of how the show's going to be laid out before it happens? That's a good question. We have we had no idea. All we knew was the order of the games uh, because we would do a camera blocking because if they were going to play, let's make a date. Then we had to know that two of us were going to bring the stools out, and that's it. Uh, you know, as far as all the suggestions that are on the cards or that they get from the audience, we don't know what that is. And just like a game show, standards and practices, if you say we don't know what it is, then we can't know what it is. That's just unbelievable to me because yeah. you're so funny. Because um, Lori and I and Donnie, our producer, we had to do an improv show in front of a big Five thousand people up in improv and last year. And it was a nightmare. I absolutely hated the improv. I was so bad at it, Brad. Yeah, and, but you got to you got to realize that you guys are doing improv during your show every day. You might have a list of oh, we got to do the news, we got to throw to the weather, right? Uh, talk about current events, but you're filling say a three hour yeah. uh, radio slot with stuff that's coming up. Off the top of your head, yeah. So I mean, that is we're putting that, it that, that way, and then we did talk about that because we were like, "Well, we we are on the sh- we have a three hour radio show. We basically do improv, and then I decided I couldn't do improv on demand with people looking up at me." <laughs> yeah, well, the the hard part is. Uh, when you're doing it on the radio, it's just the people in the room that right. are either laughing or not laughing. Right. So you may not hear just how funny something you said is, but you also don't hear just how not funny something you <laughs> right. said is. That's true. That is so true, and we're thankful for that. So we're excited. I mean, what the, a treat. The scared, scriptless tour. We're very nervous about saying that because uh, uh, it sounds so close, and we make mistakes a lot, but that's what it, the tour is called. What number city are you guys on in your tour? Oh, we never number cities. I mean, you we you know we do. So we'll, we'll sometimes change the name of the tour, and mm-hmm. we're always bringing in new uh, games and stuff for people that have seen us before okay. to try and make it different as different as possible every single time. Obviously, but uh, yeah, we've been touring for now seventeen years. It has, so, that's, that's how long we've been on the radio, Brad Sherwood. Today is our seventeenth year on the radio, and they said no one will ever listen to two women yak for three hours. <laughs> Well, I guess we've both uh, been doing something right, right? I guess so. That is so funny. So congratulations and happy anniversary to you, too. Um, okay, and so, you as well. Yes, we're, so, Brad, you're coming here. Do you come into the Twin Cities at all? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I've played, we've played at the Ordway uh, before. Actually, we were just there last year. And we've done shows in other places in Minnesota as well. And I, when I was playing comedy clubs, played... Uh, at a comedy club, I don't. I think Scott it was in the Hansen. mall of the Americans. Oh, oh Rick Bronson's Rick comedy club. Maybe, maybe at yeah. the Mall of America. Yeah, this was that was before Colin and I started. So okay, so it could have been Acme the... Comedy Club or Stevie Ray's Comedy. I mean, there are many, Minneapolis St. Paul has been a good. I mean, between Dudley Riggs and the all the com- I think Scott it's Hansen. been a good comedy town. 
Yes. Okay, so well, we... You know, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was going to say, well, people really need a, a reason to laugh. And, you know, with the weather you guys get, you have more than a need for more a reason to usual. laugh. More than usual. Right. You are so right. So when you're, so you said, do you still do stand up or do you pretty much travel and do well, whose line? I was is it? doing improv when I was playing uh, the comedy clubs. I okay. was also doing a, a live improv show. So no, I tried stand up in college and realized that wasn't for me. Uh, I don't like to prepare for one thing. Oh, so, you know, stand ups need to write stuff. They need to read the newspaper and go, oh, that's stupid. And let me write an act about that. And, you know, as, as uh, improvisers, we don't have to do that much work. We just have to pay attention to what's going on in the world, but be funny off the top of our heads. Have you ever wet your pants when you're laughing so hard? <laughs> do guys do that? I have not. I think that happens more to women. I don't know whether it has something to do with your anatomy and where your laugh muscles are in relationship to your bladder. Uh, but I, no, I have not. <laughs> I just wonder, because sometimes I watch you guys and you get each other laughing so hard. That I don't know how you get out of it. And Lori and I have had incidents like that on here. And recently yes. we had one. And inevitably one of us pees our pants. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm glad well, you're well, protected. The good news is that <laughs> us laughing doesn't really ruin anything. It actually just sort of makes it more fun for the well, audience. Kind of like the old Carol Burnett show. So, you know, uh, if we were doing a sitcom and we were laughing, we'd have to stop and redo the thing. But we're, we're in the situation where we don't really have to stop and redo anything because all bets are off once we get started. I think it's so fun. Well, this is exciting. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Brad Sherwood, one half of the Colin. Um, is it Mockery? Am I pronouncing that right? Yep. Mockery and mm-hmm. Brad Sherwood scared scriptless tour improv this Saturday, June 15th at the Arbor. It's a 7.30 p.m. show, and good tickets are still available. Um, what, what, do, what do you rate this show? Is, is it a PG show? Would you oh, say? Yeah, it's, yeah, it, it, can you it barely gets up to PG. All you right. can totally bring your kids. All right. You know, for years, we've had people from 8 to 80 All at right. our show. Uh, because anything that we say that's even slightly off color is more of a double entendre. So, mm-hmm. And anything that might happen even slightly risque would be something that the audience member would say, not us. Yeah, so, right. you know, that's not our fault. Yeah. Well, there you go. That is so true. Say, See, this Brad, would be a good Father's Day. This thing. would be a yes. great one. I was just going to say. Yeah, it's perfect for Father's Day. Yeah. Yes. Brad, I've seen you and Colin four times at different oh. venues. Thanks for telling us, Scotty. <laughs> well, I just remembered it was four. I saw you at the Guthrie. I saw you out at the uh, one of the casinos. I've seen you at the Ordway. Uh, on whose line do you have a favorite game? Uh, well, one of my, I mean, a sort of a genre of game. I'm a big fan of the singing games, with the exception of Hoedown. Nobody likes Hoedown. There's no reason to do Hoedown. But <laughs> I like the ones that, that are the singing games, partly because they're the scariest and technically the, the hardest to do. You know, you're having to keep so many plates spinning at the same time. If you're doing a spoof of a type of music, you know, specific musical act, you got to sort of sound and look and act like them. You have to make sense with whatever the topic was. It has to rhyme. You have to sing on key and sort of follow the band where they're going. Huh. And, uh, yeah, so... That's a lot of plates to keep spinning in your brain as you're making stuff up. Oh, I just, I'd lay down and cry if I had to do that. <laughs> no. It's the improv equivalent of, of, you know, doing the New York Times Sunday crossword puzzle. Right. Oh, oh gosh. All right. So, um, what's, what's one thing people always say when they come to your show? What does everyone leave saying? That was just such a fun time. Uh, most people just leave saying that that was the funniest uh, comedy, comedy show they have ever seen in their entire lives. I believe that. Okay. 
I, I, have, a, I have a question for you. So the show again is this um, Saturday at the Ordway. We have like a minute left. If you had to ask Bob Newhart one question, what would you ask him? We're talking to him in two days. Oh, I love Bob Newhart. Give us one. Um, gosh, this is, I don't know. That's such a great question. Um, will he send me an autograph photo of himself? There Perfect. we go. Ah, you, turn this have... into something that ends up with me getting something. We, had, we work the same way, but if you think of something, email us. It was so fun talking <laughs> okay. to you, Brad Sherwood. It was, a, it was a pleasure. Thank you. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.